Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Tales of Ted DeGrazia show. Uh, every fourth Sunday, we get to chat with the Tucson dude, which is uh, who is Lance Labor, the executive director of DeGrazia Gallery in the Sun. It's a historic site in Tucson, Arizona. It is one of the best places to go. Um, you know, when you go to Tucson, there's so much to experience, like the downtowns, and there's murals everywhere. There's Saguaro National Park, Sabino Canyon, um, so many museums, but uh, this gallery definitely should be on your list. And when it gets a little warm in the summer, it's a cool spot to go, not just because of the art of Ted de Grazia, um, but it's just cool to go for the architecture, the gardens, and you might get to meet the Tucson dude. So check out the website. It's degrazia.org. I've linked it in the show notes, no matter where you're listening to this. So welcome back, Tucson dude. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's good to hear your voice, and um, I know you're in your office, and many a times, Nancy and I have done radio shows where you're sitting, and boy, were those fun, doing the live broadcasts, and because I swear the gallery is haunted. Like, I swear Ted DeGrazia was messing with us every time we did a show. You know, how things would get just wonky, like music would play out of nowhere, or something always happened when we, yeah, when we did a show. He stalks around. I think he does. I think he wants to, you know, go. I remember that one time I told you I went and sipped on the Shiva's Regal and you really believed me and I didn't. But you have the Shiva's Regal. Um, maybe that's what he wants is another sip in his studio. Um, I think when you're in heaven, it's unlimited. They supply all you want. Oh, well, that's a good idea. <laughs> Sounds uh, very spirited. <laughs> So I know, you know, there's a lot of different um, exhibits. Uh, there's permanent collections in the gallery, then there's rotating exhibits in the gallery. And um, so right now, some of the newer exhibits, um, they have DeGrazia Underground, Miners and Prospectors of the Old West. We've got On the Trail with Ted DeGrazia that showcases uh, paintings of riders on horseback. Um, there's also abstract paintings of Ted DeGrazia. Um, all of these you can see through the end of August and also the Way of the Cross. Um, so there's a lot of art, there's the permanent collections to view, um, all in different places within the gallery itself. But today we want to look at the gallery because the actual architecture is a work of art, in my opinion. Um, wouldn't you say so, Lance, that the gallery itself is, is just a huge property of art? Oh, yeah. I mean, de Grazi was a painter. He did a lot of different art, but his gallery is um, just an amazing work of art. Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of people a lot of people go just to look at that because it's it's all adobe right all are all the buildings adobe they're adobe and they're wood and and um uh but they're it's just a very special special building um he really really put his heart and soul into everything he built and um it's pretty amazing for a for a man who's self-taught a self-taught architect rather than a, uh, you know, a classically trained architect. And he had friends help build this. So just to give everyone an overview that have, that haven't been to the gallery, um, you've got, you know, the actual main big gallery. There's a smaller little gallery for visiting artists, but I think that was the first one. So nuns quarters, and then there's the cactus corral, 
there's a library. I know some of this is open, some of it's not. Um, there's his home where him and Marion um, lived, and um, there's also the mission in the sun. So let's, let's talk about, it's 10 acres. It's a national historic landmark. And so did the gallery really start at the little gallery or what did he build first? Well, so de Grazia bought this property in 1949 and he started building. And the first thing they built was this little mission in the sun. It was a, um, uh, it's a tradition when you become a landowner in Mexico that you did. So he designed it, he built it to give thanks. And um, so that was, that was really the first building on the property. Mm. And so it was the mission itself and, and people um, can go in and out, right? Um, at any oh, time. Yeah. People, and... people pray in there. People have memorials in there. There's weddings in there. It's, it's, it's used uh, all the time. So then weddings, that's, a, that's nice about that. And when I was there, there was like offerings, like people praying, for um, sick family and friends, that kind of thing. As I remember going People in. bring all kinds of things in there. I mean, it piles up after a while, but yeah, no, people are always bringing, you know, pictures and, and offerings and um, all their prayers. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So that was the first thing. And then was it the house after that or? Then, then he, he started building his home. So he had a place to stay and, um, um, he um, built his first gallery um, right next to his home. It's really attached to his home, to the first home. And uh, so that's where that's where he conducted business for the first, um, well, till, till 65, till the main gallery was finished. So the main gallery itself, so you had the little gallery, so that was this first one, right? And then right. he he then it became the big one, which has like and it's got a corral on the center. And well, I think it was one of the last two shows you talked about that that actually had horses where the cactus are now. That it was actually a horse corral. Yeah, back in back in the early days, the Grazi had horses. They would you know I mean they had horses, chickens. They had you know they had like a farm out here, like a little ranch, and um, yeah, you know they because. They, they would ride horses around because uh, really the, there wasn't a lot of roads yet. And, um, you know, he was, uh, he liked riding horses. Hey, and he's got a whole exhibit on it right now. So people can Correct. go see, you know, we like that. Uh, so you've got the cactus and everyone, the cactus gardens are beautiful. I mean, any time of year and you've got that um, beautiful uh, fountain that everybody knows and loves. Um, it's a, a yaki dancer. That's deer, the yes, fountain. The deer dancer, right? The deer dancer, yeah. Um, that part I think is that that's one of my favorites as well. Is is going out there and just listening to it, you know, and and then just ah, it's beautiful to have water flowing in the desert, right? <laughs> Especially when it yeah, gets to the summer. goldfish like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you know what the birds do, right? <laughs> the birds like <laughs> just, it. Everybody likes it. I know. So, um, yeah. So you've got that part on the outside going on the inside to actually, so it's a big adobe, his friends helped him build this. How long do you think it all took to do, like over time? Uh, it take a few it, years? It was six years. They started building in 1959 and finished, they opened in 65. 
So considering how big it is, it's, I mean, it's a huge gallery. It's, it's uh, almost 16,000 square feet. And, um, you know, it's just all handmade. Everything, everything about the gallery is hand done. So it took him a while. Plus he also, he never knew uh, who was going to get drunk the night before and not show up for work. So, you know, this was his crew and uh, you know, maybe 20 guys would show up. Maybe five guys would show up. Yeah. They, never, they never knew. You know, the thing, too, is that um, it just feels so round. Everything. So there's no like even like the little gallery and, and even his house, it still was around it. There wasn't very many edges. And if there are, they're more like a window pane kind of thing. But it's. Yeah. There's, it's so round and um i think you your office has got to be the coolest part of the of the gallery itself like cool in temperature like you've got that should be uh, like a wine cellar in there I you mean, know what you you are right it's it's actually really cold in my office even in the summer if it's 110 outside it's like 65 degrees in my office my wow. my employees make fun of me because i put my little heater on in the middle of the summer no way so did did he store wine in there i mean because it looks like a storage like a well it was a storage it was a storage space uh but then uh uh, they cleaned it out many years ago and turned it into a small office and that's where i'm at there it is where we do radio shows see we already had it see as soon as i said that he was messing with us at the the gallery and on his show he did it. See, it, it already <laughs> happened today. I love it. I love it. So um, going going out of the out of your office area, right, you've got the there's the gift shop, which is awesome for people to purchase all these. I mean, everything I, I think, you know, when it comes to Christmas, if you live in the Southwest, this is where you should get everything for Christmas for decor and gift cards. And I think there's something so magical about like the Christmas art that he did and fun he made it fun like roadrunners running and you know just all decked out for christmas the cactus it just i don't know i i know it's christmas in june right yeah absolutely but but there's something fun about the gallery having that and obviously and you've got a consignment section within the gallery so that's you know things that the action those are um because i know he did a lot of reproduced i mean he's known as one of the most reproduced artists in the world so um people have his art all over and i know you get calls every day i've got an original de grazia and um then you go no you don't no i'm kidding what ha- do you still get lots of calls about that of people having his art or thinking they have his art? Uh, every day every single day i get calls from all over the all over the country people wanting wow. to know what they have um, you know, do I have something that's worth something or do I have a print? Mm-hmm. I hear, I hear them every single day. Wow. It's, it should be like the antiques roadshow for Ted de Grazia. Like, right. you know, well, it, I bet you some of his art has ended up on there, you know? Um, I ha you know, I look, I haven't seen it yet, yeah. but, um, I'm sure that one of these days it will happen. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome to see it on there. Um, so you've got the consignment gallery and then you've got your permanent collection, but it's all throughout this, that going through the big gallery itself, because the walls are like, when you, when you go in, there's the Choya cactus floors. Now you have to tell everybody about that. I always, well, wait, wait, before we get to that, it's actually opening 
the door into the gallery, there's this gate on the outside, right by the National Historic Landmark um, plaque. This gate is, it, he, he did, did the design after, inspired by the Yuma Territorial Prison down the road in Yuma, uh, known for their prison, uh, the state prison. So now a state park, but they do get calls for inmates there all the time. I've inter interviewed so many rangers and you may get all these calls about Ted DeGrazia's art that people have found, but they get calls for people trying to, to talk to their friends and family in jail to this day in that state park in the territorial prison, which I think is That's pretty. weird. There's nobody in jail there. I know, but they do because it's it's a prison. So, you know, if people have somebody in jail, they call them. So they get that's, calls every single day. That's hilarious. That, it is. But the that prison really itself, funny. those bars, I mean, I've been to that prison so many times. And, and the kids, did you know that the football team, they're called the criminals, the Yuma criminals? Because at one point, <laughs> the high school in Yuma, I know, the high school in Yuma burned down. And so the kids had to go to school at the territorial prison. So it was a school for a couple years. And they played football against a team in Phoenix. And some kids yelled, oh, it's those darn Yuma criminals because they were being made fun of for going to school in a prison. And so now they're the Yuma criminals. And they have- It's stuck. It's a name that's it's stuck. stuck. It is. It is a name that's stuck. So I find that interesting about Ted DeGrazia. And so many people in Yuma swear he had a gallery in downtown Yuma. There's like something going on about he did some he must have done like some event or something in Yuma because he obviously went there and went to the prison. And because of, you know, you've got to think of, you know, his his love for, uh, you know, Father Kino, Father Font, all of those guys he was into and they traveled through there. So I bet you, you know, he went there because of that. all over the state. Yeah, he, he was did. always looking for for things to uh you know um help his imagination when he saw the um the territorial prison um he loved the bars i mean he always talked about <laughs> he didn't want to uh, be behind he, him though <laughs> right he liked jails but he liked him with the doors open so yeah. um but you know so it's a, it's a beautiful gate and um you know it, it, it's nice it kind of uh, celebrates um you know the arizona history a little bit. Well, yeah, now it's part of the Yuma Crossing uh, National Heritage Area. Right. Which is cool because that's where, I mean, the prison overlooks the actual river crossing. And that is where people crossed over the river. Prospectors were known to do it. Um, it was the lower, like the easiest crossing of the Colorado River. Right. Uh, you know, so you wouldn't get washed away. And um, so that's what makes the heritage area. And that's where when Juan Batista <laughs> De Anza did his trek through, which went through uh, Mission San Savior. Uh, am I saying it correct? Delbach? Because you know I say Saguaro yes. correctly Senator because Delbach, of you now. Yes. Yeah, uh, which is also a place he painted. I mean, there's that painting of him. Arizona sure. Highway's a photo of him painting out there. And he's got, you've got paintings of the mission and in, inside the gallery in the permanent collection. Oh, absolutely. But he, he also used to go out there and paint the kids. He used to go out there and paint the Tahana Autumn kids. And um, he was very, very um, tied in with that mission and mm. the people out there. They were all his friends. See, I think that's part of that inspiration. Even and you're saying about the mission. I think he wanted to have that, too, even though it's like that tradition, cultural tradition. 
I think going to these missions kind of inspired him because even when you go in the murals on the inside, I know you had to have those restored after that uh, fire, but um, you know, just when you look at the, the murals he did in there and just all that, the metal art, you know, that's something, you know, I, I, the metal art throughout the property of flowers and things. That's, that's cool too, that he, that he does that. But um, going back to the prison gates, so that's the entrance is these giant, this giant gate that's fashioned after the prison in Yuma. Then you step in and then there's that one strip of Choya, the Choya cactus floor. I always tell people go in and look at this because I, I mean, that is the coolest thing out. I mean, isn't that a big thing that you hear of people going, oh my gosh, look at the floor, the Choya cactus floor. Um, yeah, um, I think I'm probably the most impressed by that. I love that floor. I mm -hmm. think it's gorgeous. And um, I think it's just the most um, imaginative uh, way to use uh, materials from the desert. I mean, who else would think of that other than de Grazia? It was, it's just an amazing uh, piece of artwork. And um, yeah, people love it. They do. I mean, he, I mean, it's, it's Choya cut like into rings, like Choya cactus rings, They're just right? cut in little four inch sections and set in concrete in the floor, but they're flat, um, you know, as flat as they can be. The floor is bumpy, but it's, you know, they're level. And um, so he painted some of the pieces and, uh, it's just a, it's a unique one-off. Uh, it's the only, it's the only Choya floor in the entire world that I know of. I know, it's amazing. I want that. I mean, how many people go out of the gallery going, I want to do that to my floors. And then they're going, where am I going to get all the Choya? Right. You know? Well, that was De Grazia's problem. He would, he would have loved to do this, this entire gallery um, like that. He would have loved to have done the whole place in Choya. But, um, you know, they were lucky to find uh, enough choya to do a, you know, a 40-foot uh, by 3-foot section. That was it. You know, it was just hard to find the, the materials. Yeah. And and weren't they had to be, like, dead, like, dead choya at that, like, choya yeah. cactus yeah. skeletons, really? Yeah, I mean, that's the way really. you find a skeleton out in the desert. You know, you mm -hmm. don't want to be messing with choya that's alive. Mm. So when you go through and you go through the permanent, you've got the you've got a studio. That's part of the architecture too, because even in there it looks kind of prisony, like that one. You know, you've got that. Was that Halloween that you put a spider on it, on the door? The, the uh, no, there, there's a there's a spider door, a black widow door. As it is okay. Fact, very interesting. Um, about a week ago, a guy came in the gallery and he said, "I'm the blacksmith." that did the doors and no worked way. on the, yes. And um, it was really interesting to meet him. Um, he was De Grazia's blacksmith and uh, did all the welding for the gallery. And I had never met him in, in all these years. So um, it was really interesting to, to meet him and talk to him and get a little bit of history that I wasn't aware of when it comes to some of the, the the things that were fabric, the metal that was fabricated. You know, DeGrazia designed it all, but this guy fabricated it all. And, and um, it was just very interesting to meet him. You know, what's really odd is that gate. I mean, that, you know, the, the Black Widow um, in Crystal Cave, the Crystal Cave in Sequoia National Park, 
the entrance to the cave is a spider web gate. You know, I've seen that before. Um, I've I, actually I saw that if I remember correctly, I saw it in the Godfather. They had a spider door somewhere in there, and I noticed. And it's that got a black I, widow. It's a black widow in the center. Am I wrong? Am I? I don't know about right? the Godfather, but I'm seeing it on the sequoia. I'm looking at it now because I've been there, and I know I photographed it because I was like, "That's so cool." Um, but I, you know, this is now I'm gonna. That's a rabbit hole thing now. Now I'm gonna start like, "Ooh, wow!" So, <laughs> yeah, now you saw what? Did you see the crystal cave or just like? No, the, I, the, I was watching The Godfather and I, I noticed there was a spider door um, in the scene. So I believe they were in Las Vegas or in Reno. And, and I saw it and I thought, well, that looks just like our door. Um, so I, huh. you know, I don't know. All well, I know is that De Grazia claimed to have designed it and uh, this, this man uh, fabricated it and we have it you know they have one in the winchester house that haunted house up in the san jose area oh yeah they have it in the windows they have a spider web window see you you got me all googly now now now, now i'm that's the, i'm i'm gonna have to rewatch the godfather there you oh, go no yeah you're right there it is there it is there is in There's the, Godfather. Like the godfather too i think it is yes ma'am i oh, i'm pretty man. sure that i remembered right you're the Tucson. Yeah, there's a thing where someone does a walkthrough on it. Oh, wow. No, this is no that I'll be in there all night watching this kind of stuff. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. No, it's, there is something to do with that. And so it's got to have been an, a thing from the era, you know, of doing the spider thing. Maybe, and, although that was a subject of Degrazia's. He loved spider webs and huh. he would he would make them out of um, wire. Mm -hmm. and and hang them up and and um you know he 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 would paint spider webs and um you know it was just an artistic uh, design that he loved there's a lot spiders of legends are pretty, spiders they're, they're, are good artists they are amazing artists and there's a lot of um native american uh legends from from spiders there's a um there's a legend i, I don't want to be wrong but it, i think there's a legend of the spider woman um there's like stories passed down uh, from generations and it, it is about creativity and um you know even like motherhood and you know the spiders traditionally have so many it's like a creative force there's um there's a lot of interesting signs like when whenever if i i get a bunch of spider and it's happened throughout our life this is a very odd thing but if a bunch of spiders, if there's like spiders in my room or something, we end up moving, not because of the spiders, but I went back in my mind of all these places, you know, Nancy and I've lived all over, right? And right before we leave, there's like spiders, every single place like that. Isn't that weird? To have they like, chase you out. I don't know, but there's, there's um, it's a signal of rebirth, a sign of rebirth. So it's, it's a, it is like an actual symbol of that if you get into um, animal legends and, and plant legends and from different cultural beliefs but um the spiders got so much to it like and i've been bitten by i mean i've i have gone i should be dead really with how many <laughs> weird spider bites i've had yeah yeah but sorry but I, I shouldn't that, laugh i know but it is funny i had to go to school with this big mark on me i was like my whole side of my arm was like this 
perfect circle, like a huge, like if you take your, your, you know, forefinger and your thumb and you connect them into a circle, both hands, that's how big it was on my arm and um, a perfect circle. And, um, and it was all gross, you know, but, and I had to go to school with it open. So all the kids would poke fun at me and they're like, ew, look at that. <laughs> so I'm just saying Nancy gets scorpion bites and I get spider bites. It's the weirdest thing. So uh, I think we're, we're creative, you know? So I think that for DeGrazia, I think he looked at it as the ultimate creativity and it's about cap capturing too. So creativity and, and capturing someone's eye and and for them to notice his art you know right. and when it's at his gallery it's kind of like symbolic of coming in and into his den like he's like the lair like come on in and buy my paintings you know because <laughs> he was a businessman i'm just saying he was yeah. he was a he was an incredible businessman he, i think that's he was as I good a businessman as he was an artist he really knew what to do and it was on his own like he just you know don't don't tell me what to do you know, right. Right. <laughs> do it. Um, so going from spiders, wow, that was a conversation. I didn't expect that. But there's always something new with these conversations. Um, when you go through the gallery, the different rooms, I mean, it's amazing. Because from the outside, it's almost like, I know you've got the mission, but it is almost like a giant church without the steeple, the way the building is to me. Kind of looks like that on the outside. But you've also got nuns quarters which is interesting. So these were well, for traveling all, there, nuns? There's a whole bunch of different um, structures on the property. Um, there's 18 different structures on the property. Wow. They're not all open to the public, but you know, he just, he just built all over the place. And he, he built this little home called the nun's house where the Benedictine sisters used to visit him from California. And he would let them stay in that house. And that's why they call it that. And, you know, they used to sign the walls and, you know, father so-and-so and sister so-and-so. They would they would sign the walls. And um, yeah, so it's kind of a, like a little historic building. Was he religious? Because, I mean, if you look at his paintings, The Way of the Cross, and, and that's on an exhibit now until May 30th. Um, the new exhibit, by the way, everyone, is Degrazia's Beggars. And that'll be up until... Um, it's what is it until january but the other ones yeah, are all by the end of august that's a really nice exhibit too yeah i want to see that um yeah maybe ask we'll have me, to get ask to... me something about de grazia yeah de grazia was he religious because of some oh of yeah yeah paintings um, hey look de grazia was a, a an italian catholic he was very religious but he wasn't he wasn't um a church going man he built his own church he, he really wasn't, an, he didn't like organized religion. He believed in God and he believed in a personal God. And he didn't like, you know, he, DeGrazi didn't like people telling him what to do, how to act, how to be. He was his own man. And this is how he was going to be. Yeah, he was very religious, but in his own way. Mm. That's it. It's interesting too. I mean, and, and so he's, You've got his graveyard too, right? He's buried on the property. I know we touched on that before, but um, both him and, and Marion is is there. She's, she's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was, her ashes were put in a tree. He's uh, he's in a regular, uh, you know, burial mound. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so th that's another portion of the 
of the actual property. And then the Christmas tree, I brought this up a couple of weeks ago too with you, um, a couple of shows ago, the Christmas tree, that's cool. That to me is one of the, so that's the thing is you go around the property itself, there's art everywhere in just in unique places and the Christmas tree, did he do that or did she do that? Because she was an amazing artist too. I love Marion's work. She was really cool. Uh, yeah, her work was really, really good. Uh, she was she was just a very fine artist, just like he was. Uh, although she always did her own thing and never tried to step out in front of him. Mm. Um, so, you know, uh, his his art was always for sale and he was the focus and she kind of stood behind and did her art quietly uh, and left a left a ton of it. Hmm. That's interesting, you know, to for for her to kind of let him be, but then still hold on to her own. Did he ever, um, you know, because I know he had that group of people that would reproduce his art for him, right? Um, so did his she guild. ever his guild? Yeah. yeah. Did she ever be part? Was she ever part of that? Well, no. She was. She was one of the. You know, she along with him, she was a main artist. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, she created, she created a lot of art with him. You know, they did ceramics together and, you know, she helped him do his art, <laughs> but she also did her own and, and some of it was reproduced for sale. We, I mean, we do have pieces of hers that are for sale. Uh, they did a book, uh, the, called the M collection, which was all of Marion's, uh, work. And um, DeGrazi illustrated the book. He painted mm. and, and did, did paintings for the book. And so, you know, she, she was a huge part of this place. She was, mm. uh, you know, one of the founders. That's amazing. It's amazing, oh. you know, what, what she did. And so the, the, the tree, is that a Christmas tree? Like in, in the, by, the, by her tree? <laughs> her ashes uh, yeah, tree? yeah. That you know, Marion used to after DeGrazia died, Marion used to get these have dreams and have ideas, and I never know, never knew what I was going to be facing when I'd come to work. And I'd show up to work and she said, Oh, this is what you're gonna do today. You're gonna go build a Christmas tree with all this flagstone, and you're gonna go do this, or you're gonna go do that. And you know, I just went with it. You know, that's funny. And uh, yeah, no, she would add things all the time. That's funny. Kind of cool That's, things too, you know. Yeah, yeah, and she she did jewelry and stuff too. She, she, you know, she had, I, 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 I wish I'd met her. But you, you hung out with her a lot. I remember you telling us. Um, I knew the her from the time I her. was a little boy. Wow. Um, yeah, no, I used to, you know, we used to do the crossword puzzles in the morning and have coffee, and you know, she got That's old, cool. and I had to, she couldn't drive anymore, so I used to take her to the grocery store and. Yeah, we we driving Miss Marion. What was driving it driving Marion? <laughs> there goes Lance. There she is. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, that's cool, man. You know, it's oh man, I just it's such a special place, and what a beautiful place to go to work every day and freeze. Day. You know, and freeze in your in your your office, your your store. I would start putting wine in there. I I think you're in a wine chest. I really do. Um, um if, if I started putting wine in here, I would never get anything done. I would be I probably know. sleeping all the time. Oh, well you have to be, you know, practice like Nancy and I, but yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just 
kidding. Yeah, so the, it's interesting about going to their house too on the property because that's you know it's that's a personal space, but it's open for the public to go in. And I remember um, going in there because there was that area on the back where you could go up and like look at the sun at the sunset in in the sky and, and like an like a like a balcony. There's a there, there's there. a loft back there, a loft that they used to sleep in when it was too hot mm -hmm. in the summer. They'd go out oh, there wow. on the loft and uh, so yeah, you can see you can see all over. You know, you can you can see the whole. Uh, see all of downtown tucson you can see the whole valley from up uh -huh. from up there it's uh, very cool that's cool i mean it's and it's i mean tucson is really growing you know i it's still because of the way it's all spread out but that area is growing too so I, it would have been do you have photos of what the gallery looked like from you know when he first built it so we it do wouldn't be you as know much, back yeah back in their old house there's photographs on the walls big giant right. photographs of what the place used to look like before, um, as Hal Grieve used to say, before the bulldozer invasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's true because Tucson is, it's one of those growing, growing cities and it doesn't feel like it, you know what I mean? Because everything's so spread out. Um, I love Tucson. I think it's one of the best cities in the world, honestly. It's such a, you know, green and beautiful. Even gets hot, but um, that's that's why you go to the gallery in the middle of summer like in the mornings go for a hike you got saguaro park not saguaro saguaro park i'll never forget that first interview and you came on the show and i said oh we went to go to saguaro park and you go lisa i have to stop you right now it is not a saguaro <laughs> it's a saguaro so um anyway you go hiking early in the morning then go to the gallery don't you think for the midday when it's hot go to the gallery absolutely it's air conditioned you know, so come air on out conditioned it's beautiful and creative and i think you know there's something about going to places and getting into the psyche of ted de Grazia and marion and showing you know that that creativity is endless it's it's creativity is immortal right if we all want to be immortal but art is and when you go to a place like this no matter what your your career is and your field is you walk out of there with a very inspired and with a different way of thinking so if you're trying to problem solve something um, or start something new or if you're in, in the arts especially you're going to walk out of there really kind of jacked up and inspired to do something different it's a good place to go during tax time if you want to get creative um you know that's good send all accountants to go see Ted DeGrazia's art and, and hear his stories too. But um, Jeff, just absolutely a best place to go for a summer. So Lance, always good having you on the show. We can't wait for next month. Um, and be careful going behind those, you know, that prison gate there. We don't want you locked away for too long. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm getting too old for that. Ah, uh, and so the too next set of next set of uh, events, I, uh, I was to say the next set of um, exhibits. Um, like I was saying, majority of these exhibits end August 30th. So you've got a couple months to go out and see what's on there right now, The Way of the Cross, the abstract paintings of Ted de Grazia, uh, On the Trail with Ted de Grazia, and then also de Grazia Underground Miners and Prospectors of the Old West. Um, that will all be on display until August 30th. Uh, the new one about de Grazia beggars will be there until the end of January. But 
uh, you want to see those other four ones along with the permanent collection. And I don't care how many times I see the permanent collection, I always see something new and different. Um, just always, it's just an inspiring place. So, and colorful. That's the other thing. It's colorful. So degrazia.org is the website. We're here with Lance every fourth Sunday with the Tucson Dude. So you can keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Thank you so much, Lance. Thanks, Lisa. Appreciate it. Keep cool, man. <laughs>